welcome back to another episode of the Free to Be podcast. On last week's episode, we talked about coming home to yourself. And in this week's episode, our topic is relationships. The good, the bad, the ugly, and the truth around relationships and the dating life here in Bali. So we're so happy to have you guys back and excited to share this one with you too. Yeah, hi everyone. Welcome back. I am excited about today's episodes. I'm going to go on and on and on about like <laughs> my exes, which we don't do often. No. And no. the lessons. I hope not. The <laughs> lessons. Do. Hopefully, at least, at least at this point, we've learned them. Yeah, we learned, we've learned them. them. And I, I mean, we say that we learned them, but it's like realistically a lesson that we stumble on over and over and over again so oh, I think yeah. yeah so I think it's a great topic to bring forth and to kind of prepare yourself mentally or have a broader overview of um, breakups and relationships and how to navigate yourself through those experiences yeah I definitely feel like with my breakups in my past relationships there was always those people that you had to learn the like it's like okay this is a hot stove if I touch it I'm gonna get burned and then you're like, touch, touch, <laughs> touch. It's like those people that were so addicting, but so freaking bad for you. It yeah. Was, but those were honestly some of the most passionate, fun relationships I had. As bad as they were for me at the time. Mm-hmm. Like not long-term worthy, but they were fun. They were fun. I <laughs> have those too. I have those too. Another another thing about playing with like the fire, like getting burned, is like over time, especially when you're rehearsing this with like the same person, you have higher tolerance for bullshit. Burns. Yeah, like it takes you longer to take your hand off the heat because uh. like I can tolerate this. Like this isn't so bad. Let's and then, just try it one more time. Just one more time until we kill each oh, other. Let's just hook up. We can be friends that hook up. Oh, that's oh a great God. one. That never works, guys. <laughs> just saying. Don't. That never works. The, oh. the just hook up friends thing that we all try when we don't want to end it, but it needs to end. We'll just hook up and have no feelings all automatically for each other. Yeah. You have no idea how good I feel right now that having to be able to talk about this and laugh this out. Me too, because it's not funny when it's happening. No, when I was going through it, especially my first heartbreak, like with someone who has with for like three, four, five years, if you count the on and off. (laughs) It was like the worst Consecutively though, consecutively how long? It won in one shot. Uh, I think we were together for three years and then later on a year and a half. Okay, okay. And like... We that's had, a long time though that's, that's a long time that's serious yeah especially for me like at such a young age we got together at 17 so like you have wow. this attachment and like you don't know anything well, else yeah like you you it's nice being it's needed your, like, and wanted your first like love my first love my first oh like, i have a good a good idea all right tell yeah. me about Tell me about how you lost your virginity. Oh my god, my virginity? Oh my god, <laughs> this is a great story. It's a great story for me. Um, I I mean, I was seeing a few guys, but we play around, but I never lose my virginity. Never go like all the third third base? Yeah, I don't know. Is it third, third base, base or third is it base. home run? Home run. Home run. <laughs> we so, never got So you were run. just hitting bases before the run. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I think parts of me growing up was like kind of, it was kind of a big deal for some reason, and I wanted to, I wasn't consciously thinking about it, 
then but thinking back about it, i think i was like afraid to lose it to someone that didn't want me mm -hmm. so i ended up dating this guy who's like was crazy in love with me okay like he was in love with me and i wasn't having that much of affection back to him that's the relationship so that you feel the most safe in <laughs> yes so i think that's what enabled me to like lose my virginity because he loves me so much and i felt like so needed and it gave me the space to lose my virginity and we oh, lost really? it in uh we did it in his like childhood bedroom with his <laughs> house and like he was crazy in love with me and i loved uh, it but um i wasn't being true to myself you know i i couldn't distinguish the difference between that and love mm -hmm. it's like you know the the desire someone had for you to me was love and i felt safe in that and and i lost my virginity in that and i have no regrets yeah this sounds Fucking like it's a good it. one it's not it's like in the back of a car just met never talked again is that is that where you lost yours no. <laughs> no mine was cute okay mine was cute i lost my virginity to my high school sweetheart i had that one of those stories where it was like okay it wasn't all like rainbows and butterflies because he ended up being kind of a doucher but he was a football player he's the quarterback of the team and then i was the cheerleader and and we were seeing each other i would cheer and like when you were dating a football player, you'd like paint their number of their oh, jersey on your face for so the games. Cute. Yeah. And um, he was my first kiss. And it was about a year and a half later that I lost my virginity to him. And yeah, we were on and off for a long time. And then I moved out of my high school town. I think he still stayed. And I actually like eventually went back and like revisited him years later. Like not just him, but was back in my hometown and saw him and caught up and... Um, and I'm glad that I I, uh, I didn't <laughs> I didn't stay with him. <laughs> so not my type, like further down the road. But we had, a, you know, it was special when it happened, and we like planned it, and, like lit candles, and yeah. I mean, his parents were downstairs. Wait, but... I just want to emphasize this point. Like, <laughs> wait, you waited a year and a half to have sex with this guy? I mean, we were in high school. We didn't. I didn't even know how that worked. I didn't know how to do that. Like. No, he w but he was my first kiss, and then, yeah, yeah, we waited until he was um, a year older than me, so he was in a grade older than me, and yeah, lost my virginity to him and his parents' house. So it was good. I mean, it was, it was a good first experience. Yeah, yeah, like, I loved him. I loved him. I really did. Um, and then, yeah, met up years later and, like, talked about it, which was so <laughs> crazy. It's crazy to think it's been, like, almost 10 years since it's been over over 10 years since I've graduated high school. Oh my God. I, I feel like high Am school, you are older than you were then, that's for sure. <laughs> and I haven't slept with anybody else since. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I only slept with one guy ever in my life. Ever in my life. <laughs> ever in my life. Wow, my relationships look. And is that what you tell to like all of your boyfriends? That's what I'll tell after? my kids. I'll tell my kids. Oh, there was only one. Mom only had one partner. Just my high school sweetheart and then I was celibate. Uh, you guys were delivered by a stork. You're gonna ruin your kids with these lies. Yeah, I mean, and, like, well, Santa's, I, Santa's real. Santa's real. <laughs> the Easter Bunny is real. This is a whole another Too topic scary. because that's that's kind of like messed up. Our parents have lied to us our whole lives about the, these things. But um, yeah, I don't know how I would be as a parent. I don't know if I 
deliberately choose to lie about these things or not like it's interesting it's kind of to fun think though, about though. It. you kind of want to do like gifts and stuff yeah definitely. you could do it in your own little special way make your own little ritual it's not like mm. we don't even live in the states or anything anymore like our holidays here are so different yeah it's totally you can make different. it whatever you want you could put some string lights on a palm tree and i don't know oh my god i just leave coconuts for santa sorry for cutting you off i just okay. remember like the craziest story of me having sex with um the guy i lost virginity <laughs> with in high school you know you do all kind of stupid shit in high school one of my friends was no. like oh, you don't do that no no was you perfect. were smart kid. No, i was yeah. perfect you were classy running for prom queen shut the fuck up. yeah of course uh, no oh i was yeah okay anyways so we get so we've had a lot of coffee today, guys. We decided to film this episode after I personally maybe have had like five shots of espresso. So I had like I had one cappuccino, but I think I'm a little bit high too. Just watching and drinking a, the coffee. This is our mood. We're hyper today. Yeah. So well, keep up with us. So um, my friend, she's like, I can pierce. Like, she's just learned these new skills. Like, I can give you a piercing. I'm like, yeah, sure. I always wanted a belly piercing. Like, I wish you guys can see it. I have this, like, scars on my belly buttons right now. Because she pierced it for me. And I didn't take care of it very well. And was like, it keep healing and infecting and healing and infecting. But then I, I love it. And guess where she pierced it? In my fucking high school bathroom. No. We did it in the Wait, bathroom. Wait, no, but honestly, the craziest things go down in the high school bathrooms. Oh, you have they no really idea. They really do. I they mean, go- let's not go there because. <laughs> no, 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 no. My, with that guy, the guy that I lost my virginity to, he was the football player and all that, but he was that stereotypical bad boy. He was, like, 100%, like, my mom didn't really like him, like, you know, it was that bad boy vibe, and we got in trouble by my math teacher for making out in the school bathroom once. I remember, you got caught. Miss Hernandez, and she was, like, the strictest Shout out teacher. To Ms. Hey, Miss Hernandez, <laughs> if you're listening... <laughs> Hey. <laughs> I'm not sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you should, should have a little more fun with it. But uh-huh. no, we would have, we had these things called like the portables. And they were like add-ons to the school. They were like these back trailers. People would go in there and like hook up and stuff. I wasn't that bad. But I did make out in the bathroom once. You know, everybody does that. Like, I mean, if, yeah. you, if you did it in high the school bathroom. High school was fun. Yeah, high school was fun. I liked my high school High school was fun. But um, anyways, my piercing was like semi-healing and we were having sex. And I remember like, just like, just like my, our body just, I don't remember the positions, but I remember like after I got off sex, my piercing fell out. So like, ripped out it ripped out yeah it ripped out oh my god and since then i was like that's brutal that is brutal but it doesn't hurt i was like why doesn't this shit hurt if it hurts i would have paid more attention to it you got you killed all your nerves because she did it in your the school bathroom this is i've never i've heard some crazy things going on in the school bathroom but piercing your belly button is a first like this is crazy well it's okay because you had the belly button piercing then i got reckless tattooed on the back of my neck when I was in high school. In the bathroom? No, no. Okay. <laughs> that would <laughs> be like, more epic. We would have been like, we're so in sync. Um, but I mean, like, this is actually a great topic. It's like, that's how important pain is, too. Like, sometimes we look at pain as something to be ignored, something to push down, something to, like, I don't know. Yeah. Not value. No, But it's boy. so vital. To yeah. Avoid. Yeah, like, it's so vital to your personal growth. And, like, like I said, with the belly button, if it was so much more painful, I would have paid more attention to it. So now, like, 
Speaking of breakup, you were distracted. You yeah. were distracted, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, let's let's see here. Worst, most. Actually, you know what? It's it's hard to ask this question because if I think about answering it for myself, every breakup I've had has been really painful in its own way. Mm. Like my first love, you know, the high school sweetheart. That was really painful because, like, I thought, you know, you think with your first love, you're like, this is forever. Mm. That was a really hard one. I actually moved. Uh, we moved to um, a different place. And, like, I moved to North Carolina to take on uh, a really, really competitive cheerleading team and, and take that um, to a different level in my gymnastics. So we moved for that. I moved to North Carolina. And I remember being so heartbroken. Um, that was, like, the first time I felt pain in my heart over a boy Mm. and that was like I mean in its own way like the worst one yeah it's sad but like you kind of as you get older you get used to getting hurt or you get used to you know that feeling of losing somebody yeah I think uh it's also like you have more experience like you know what to expect I remember I'm like growing up I'm always this girl who was like I'm like, okay, like, you're having a heartbreak. Like, somebody break up with you. Like, get over it. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, get over it. You know? Like, like I understand it hurts, but let's move on. Like, you know? That's how and you were with it? That's how I was. Until, until my oh, first heartbreak. I was like, until my first heartbreak? I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I felt like I didn't know what to expect. Like, I didn't know what to deal, how to deal with it. Yeah. And I was just distracting myself from this and that. And, that's and it's how like, it go through that phase where you're like, okay, from a guy to another guy. Yes. Too, where you're like serial dating. I was more serial dating because I think I'm not like um, one night stand kind of girl. Mm-hmm. But I do like the flirting. So I might be flirting with more than one guy that's one at once but um you're a flirty person i have flir- naturally you're I'm a, a flirty natural person. flirt like, like sure you yeah, have like, that energy yeah i flirt with girls and i'm not i'm not even you, into girls you flirt with everyone yeah like it's, and it's flirts with everyone Anne is a flirt like she is and it's harmless because now she's in a relationship yeah oh an amazing relationship too a relationship that i really respect and it's like they are seriously so interdependent and not codependent on each other but they co-live so it's like they're living their separate lives together and supporting each other and not judging each other over things but it's like it's great and and he knows that Anne's a flirt yeah yeah he does I I have been in relationships in the past I think all of my relationships in the past where I have I felt like I have to tone it down a little bit even though it's innocent and I'm just having fun and flirting I don't mean like I'm fucking like sitting on a guy like yeah. dry humping him no but it was just dry like <laughs> you know we're just like we're having That's conversations and we're second. laughing and we're enjoying and like we're kind of like teasing each other that kind of thing and um and I used to have to tone it down because I have to hide that part of myself like I wasn't having so much fun but with this relationship I think like we talk about we laugh about it sometimes we get a little like pissy about it like jealousy but at the end of the day like it turns into fun it turned into understanding and everything evolving. does with that with it's like yeah. it's not that you have a perfect relationship like you guys don't fight I mean you live together but this is something like this is a person that holds space for you and that's like does not judge you yeah 
for sure. That's huge. That is so that's all, huge. That's all we want in our yeah. lives, in our relationships. Yes, and not just relationships too, even like in friendships or like family members. If you have that one person who actually just look at you and accept you 100%. for all that you are, like even when they don't agree with you, but they accept you. It's unconditional love. It no is. conditions exist in this love. Yeah, and it's harder it's harder said than I mean it's easier said than done but when you do have that and you thrive for that and want to cultivate that kind of yeah. relationship it's so worth it not to say that there is no pain there is no discomfort or because any change comes with that they're coming up on their anniversary yes and they're gonna write vows not like wedding wedding vows but like just like promises or like not promises but like an energy exchange of their commitment and their devotion to each other. They're just going to, like, write it out and read it. I think that's so freaking cute. I think it's going to be so fun. She doesn't know if it's three years or four years, but it's one of those. (laughs) I think, like, I even forget my age sometimes, but is it three (laughs) or four years? I really have to think about this. It depends on, yeah. But she was just, they were just talking, we were talking over espresso that... What, what would life be like? like? You're always one decision away from a totally different life. And, and the partner that you choose decides everything. Your partner is a representation of you, of your friend groups, of how you, much you respect yourself, of the lifestyle that you're going to have. Like if you have a guy that sits on the couch all day, you're going to be on that couch all day. Yeah. You have a guy that's like up and motivating you and your hype man, mm-hmm. you're going to go further in life. Yeah. Yeah, and not to say that you need a partner for you to be the best version of yourself. That's not what I'm saying at all. But, I mean, at the end of the day, we all want someone that we can share a life with, right? And so, like, choosing a partner is vital. And those are the things that you want to be considered when choosing a partner. Whether or not they support your growth, whether or not they accept you, whether or not they... um, uh, allows you to be who you are and grow mm. together as a partner. What are some things that you feel like in dating for like our listeners that are single mm. are red flags? Red flags in dating. Red oh, my- flags. Like a first red flag that you see that you're like, eh. I'll say one of mine. Go for it. A man who's not close with his mom. Mm. Or like a man who doesn't have a relationship. And Okay, it's different if... They have a mother that they've been through a lot of trauma with or, like, who's an addict or something like that. Like, But just a man that's not at all, like, showing respect to his mom or respect to the women that are in his family. Oh. That's a red flag for me. Wow. That's a big that's red flag. That's a good red flag. Yeah, how you treat your mama flag. is how the, the person who birthed and raised you, how you treat your mom mm. is a big factor. Wow. Right? Yeah, that's a good one. I never thought about that. Yeah. I think I'm just, like, fortunate enough to be around people who's, like, a mama boy, you know? Not really a mama boy, but they do have a great relationship. So I never really thought about that. That's oh, a big one. Yeah. But for me, I think the red flag is how they treat other people, like strangers. Like, like people f- that can't do anything for them. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. Like, like a server. Like a server, or manners yeah i really can't stand an obnoxious guy who thinks like trying to impress you i that's a total turn off for me and i think that's a red flag for me that when they're saying things or doing things or like speak to people a certain way so they feel like they're superior like clout like the ego like uh, like name dropping yeah or like 
uh, talking about the money that they have yeah. or something like that. I agree. That's a red flag because normally too, when they're talking about it, they don't have it. Yeah. And not even that, like they're insecure about it. Insecurity. Like, that's a part of their, their identity. Facade. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not to say that you can't work through that. Of course, anybody can work through any trait that comes up for them. But for me, that that's a red flag. I think I'm at this stage of my life where I'm just not entertaining that idea anymore right like if you think you're that like even friends or like people you meet and they have that persona it's not like i'm trying to change them but i'm just not spending my energy entertaining it i'm right just, like i'm just not like oh that's that's cool good for you good yeah, for you, you know? like, like that don't impress me much that shania yes. twain song yes that don't impress me much that one it's so true she's like you yeah. kiss your car every night like, that is so true. Like, ego's not hot, you guys. Yeah, no. Ego's not hot. No. We're over that. It's like, the hot is doing the inner work. Like, if you're a man that can have, like, some self-awareness and you're healing in any way, like, that's pretty hot to me. Yeah, like, confidence, confidence. and comfortable. I like a man. Things. Okay, so wait, one more. We'll each do one more red flag. Okay. Um, Red flag. I meet your... F- I don't like your friends. Okay, like this is who you surround yourself with is who I'm going to have to hang out with. Mm. So if you have a friend group that is partying, Mm. doing drugs, this, that, and the other, like I know that that's going to be where we're at on the weekends. Mm. And that is a phase of my life that's done. Yeah, that's a big one. My last boyfriend, my ex um, in the States, it was just like all his friends, all they did on the week. None of them were in relationships. All single all party guys, all doing, you know, drugs. And it was like, okay, so if we don't have friends, any friends that are couples, we're going to be in this environment with all these single people. What is that going to do for our relationship? Mm. That is going to put a strain on us if we're not with people that we can even double date, you yeah. know? We're just going to be at yeah. the club with your single mm-hmm. guy friends. This is going to be great Yeah, for me, you know? That's a good red flag. Yeah. yeah. Guy friends that are, guys that have only single friends. Mm. It's so interesting because we never talk about this before, actually. Uh-huh. And like your points, I never thought about it. But when you bring it up, I'm like, wow, yeah, those are a good ones. Guys with only single friends yeah. show well, that they're a, usually a single person out mm, clubbing or whatever. Mm. For me, another red flag is, I thought about this, I forgot, um, is, oh, Red flag is, um, I it's can't think about it right not now. Not yellow. Just, not yellow? <laughs> <laughs> um, damn, I can't remember it right now. We Brittany, can leave it. We can, we can leave, leave it. it. Okay, I'll Let's, come back to it. What is the green flag for you? A green flag for me. Ah, somebody who plans, mm. somebody who puts in effort. Like, I'm an indecisive person being a Libra. And I'm good at scheduling, like, my own things. Like, I can schedule my yoga, my this and the other. When it comes to, like, I want to be surprised. Mm. So if a guy's, like, uh, puts an effort into, like, maybe plan a date that I didn't know about. Like, that's a huge turn on for me. Or, um, like, like little things like flowers. Yeah, reason, attentive. Attentive, detailed, attentive presence. Yeah, presence If they're present with you, like, if you're, say, you're out to eat and mm. he's not on his phone. Yeah. This is such a turn on for me. It's like he's really giving me his presence, mm. um, not distracted around me. Because then I feel, you know, it makes you feel seen. It makes you feel like, okay, mm. he's paying attention. This is good. Green flag. Uh, one more green flag is a man who works. 
Like you see, <laughs> okay, it sounds simple, but like there's so many guys in Bali mm. that are not working. Do you mean like by working, you mean like a professional, a job, no. or something that they're thriving for? And they have like... a, they have ambition, mm. motivated. Like Whether a I don't care, I don't care if they are tending a rice field or professional rock climber. Like I don't give a shit, but you cannot do nothing. Mm. That to me is have not a drive. Yeah, drive. I think that's so ambition. That's so, yeah, ambitions like having a drive in your life. Ambition. That's so hot. A bit, it's hot. Like, yes, have a passion. Yeah. have a hobby. Have some income. Mm, yeah, I'm not a sugar mama. Yeah. Oh, I remember my red flag now. Ah, I, I knew this would now. come back. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so one of the red flags for me is like when you're around someone that you feel like you have to dim down your light. Mm. You know, like something that you really enjoy being like a part of you. And you feel like you have to tone it down a little bit when you're yeah. around them. You feel like if you're fully uh, embodying this parts of you that lights you up, it will interfere with your relationship. That's yeah. a red flag for me. Yeah, that's a red flag. Like a guy yeah. that you feel drained around. Yes. Have you ever like, okay, so you don't do one night stands and you never have it. I, I, of course, never have. Yes, I have. Um, <laughs> but you wake up, even if it's a guy like you just started seeing or whatever, but you wake up in the morning And it's somebody that you don't want to spend the day with. Mm. Like, have you ever woke up or you don't sleep well next to them? Like, you're sleeping next to them, but you're kind of awake or you're antsy or you can't get comfortable. Like, that for me has always been a red flag too. Like, it's Mm. like I don't actually want – like, I had an okay time tonight, but I don't actually want to wake up with them tomorrow. Yeah. Or you do wake up with them and it's like – the immediate feeling to leave. Yeah. Like, the immediate, like, okay, this doesn't really feel very homey, like – I don't even want to stay for coffee. Like I haven't, I haven't really have like a quote unquote one night stand, but I have been in that situations where like you have a really good vibe with this guy and you think it could go somewhere and you guys decided to have sex. And then when you have sex, that attraction that you have just not there anymore. Of course. For me personally, like yeah. for some people, it just doesn't click, you know, and then you lying in bed, you're like, okay. I'm what am I going to do today? Like, you're not enjoying the moments you're trying to, like, be somewhere else or, yeah. like, do something else. Or if you're yeah. not over somebody and yeah. you're trying to see somebody new too fast, you're thinking about that person while you're with the oh, other person. Yeah. That's another one that's mm. like, mm, this isn't right. Mm, yes. Okay, I'm going to tell you guys a story. Uh, so, weirdest date that I've been on, it was actually here in Bali. Um, So, I came to Bali with the intention uh, after being in Tulum and having my breakup with my ex in the States, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm doing me. I'm not dating. And I have been. And I've been doing yoga and I've been doing me. Nobody serious in my life. Nothing. But this guy was super persistent about going on a date. So I was hungry. And I was like, okay, let's grab food. Whole time I feel like this is just weird. I don't know why. I'm just, I'm like, maybe it's because I'm not in a place that I want to date right now. So I leave the thing and I never text him back. Well, I run into him at a cafe and he's like, well, why didn't you, why didn't you hit me back up? And I was like, you know, just being honest, like I didn't feel like we were that compatible. I think you're a great guy, you know, so on and so forth. Well, he's like, oh, I thought it was because I was married. And I was like, you're married. (laughs) I said, wait, 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 take a step back. I'm like, what, why would you ask me out that? Well, it's open. She knows she's kind of interested in you too. So we thought we could, and I was like, no, 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 no. This is exactly why I had this, like, weird gut-off feeling. And, yeah, so, like, haven't really dated in 
in Bali at all until uh, recently. Mm-hmm. Recently, yeah, I've met somebody and. I don't know. I don't. It's like so. It's like too. You're feeling butterfly. Like butterfly. she's smiling and blushing, and she's like, I don't know. I'm playing with her hair. <laughs> like you're blushing, babe. <laughs> yeah, it's very. very That's a good new. sign. Yeah. That's another uh, green flag. Like if you're talking about that person, and, and you light like, up a little bit. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Just I've spent so much time working on myself, and I'm so happy on my own. Part of me's like, no, no, no. I don't want to meet anybody. But I feel like that's kind of when it happens. Yeah, that's the best. It's like when you're so aligned with your higher self and like the best yeah. version of yourself. It sounds corny, but yes, there are like when you spend in the work and working on yourself, you're gonna like attract the universe that. attract the person who's also in the best version of yourself themselves. For sure. Yeah, it's super new, so I'm not gonna say too much about it, but definitely. But you want to. Yeah. <laughs> well. Uh-huh. And got the whole DL at breakfast. But, uh-huh. um, you know, I just, I don't want to jinx it. It's good. It's going well. So yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. But, yeah, after one really weird dating experience here, I'm happy to meet someone that's normal. Because in Bali, like, you never really know what you're going to get. Mm. Lots of open-minded people. Lots of open relationships. Yeah. Um, lots of different countries that mm-hmm. have different cultures and so, um, but yeah, he's from the States. So mm-hmm. I think that we kind of, we get each other at least on that, yeah. that level. But I think like what you said, like, uh, this is something I feel, I believe that people experience everywhere around the world, whether they're in the, they're in the place that they are in and feel like there's nothing out there for them. There's like, it's so difficult to find the right one. And I think the place does play a part, but I think it's like, even when you're here and you feel like there isn't that much for me, but if you tune into that that best version of yourself, that mm-hmm. person will show up. Like mm-hmm. the location does play a factor, but it's not everything. It's not like a make it or break it. Like don't think that you can't find a partner because you're in the States. You can find a partner because you're in Iraq. You can find a partner during Bali. <laughs> That's so extreme. <laughs> That's a little bit extreme. It's yeah, true Iraq. though. It's true. And it, it also, I feel like each relationship meets you at where you're at with yourself. Oh, yes. Like, and then it teaches you what you need to learn to evolve to the next mm-hmm. level. And that next level, then you meet somebody who is at that level, too. So mm-hmm. as you spend this time doing the inner work and the growth, you're only going to attract better for yourself. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, at this point in my life, it's like either where I'm at or better or nobody because I'm so good on my own. And... In, in doing all this work, I will be attracting this type of person yes. who's meeting me on that level. Yeah, it's not like you're counting on him to make you feel no. better. No, I'm not like, lonely. I'm not in a place of desperation. Yeah. I'm not in a place of lack. Yeah. It's just adding value to yeah. what I already have. Yeah. And when you get to be in that state and you meet someone that's like lighting you up, it's like you you have the ability to offer the whole new sense of presence and gratitude. It's yeah. like, wow. It's not a, from the space of like desperation where like, oh, I'm so happy that, you know, you get to come in my life and fix me and make me feel better. But you coming from like, wow, I am so happy that you are here with me. 
like thank you for adding value in my life from like mm. true gratitude space you know what i mean totally yeah not resenting them for being a certain way like not doing what you want to do but like not appreciating ownership. them not trying yeah. to own somebody exactly but respecting and appreciating them for their own person yeah and the value that they add to you yeah. in your life experience that's yeah. that's wonderful man it's just it's nice it's nice when you meet somebody who's on the same level and mm-hmm. there's just not any drama around yeah. it because you can be on the same on the same page yeah but yeah so everything's kind of new it feels like things are changing it's really yeah. exciting and very very different from my past relationships but there's not one person that I've ever been with that I still don't appreciate and I'm still like oh, sure. so happy with all the lessons that I've learned with all of them and it's all been, it's every relationship is its new journey. Mm. And it's a totally different experience with each person. Yeah. And like, uh, to be completely like authentic and open here, like I have been in relationship that's like abusive, verbally, sexually, and like physically, like from little things to bigger things. And like in relationship with you felt like you're not you, but then you're so lost in it. Yeah. And the comfort and the familiarity is like keeping you there. And it can be toxic at times. And but at the same time, like you said, not a single day I go by without appreciating it. Because when you're experiencing experiencing something that you don't want, it gives you an opportunity to tune into what is it that you actually do want. And sometimes yeah. you have to experience this over and over and over again until you're like, this is what I don't want. You're in a loop until you learn the lesson. Yeah. And then once you learn the lesson, it's like you can evolve. Yeah. But it is easy to get caught in the loop, especially when you really care about somebody and yeah. at some points toxic starts yes. to become to feel normal. Yeah. And you have so much hope for the relationship depending on how long you've been in the relationship too like for me i think especially with the relationship i was with for like years at some point especially at the end of the relationship even though there are so many toxicity that was happening and i know that was happening but a part of me do not want to give up because i'm like i put so much work into this she's like, a tourist <laughs> yeah that says something and uh if i just keep going if i just keep proving him wrong like keep proving my worthy proving how strong yeah. our relationship is, it will work out but it didn't it doesn't it does not i've done it that does not. i've been there yeah my on and off relationship for like five years was so toxic yeah. like we would just, it was never even really, like, super official. We would just, like, hook up, hang out, and then go back to our normal lives. And it just, ugh. Mm. I am glad that those days are over. That doesn't feel good. Yeah. It doesn't feel good. Yeah. And so, like, now, I mean, there's two topics I kind of wanted to go into, I mm-hmm. think. But I think let's go here. Okay. What do you think are, like, the different stages of breaking up like for someone who's experiencing this or wanting to break up but don't know how like what are different stages what can they do to prepare themselves energetically and physically you mean like post breakup or you mean well women i believe that women in relationships go through that process of grieving before the way before the relationship ends because they will state their needs and the men that don't listen or don't follow it they start slowly detaching in the relationship mm. when a woman is done she's usually decided that while with the person yes men don't really get it or figure it out until after the relationship is done so usually women grieve first mm. and then men grieve after mm. and i think women are usually the ones that will 
you know, analyze it and reflect on it and talk to the friends about it and cry it out and, and go through that process and then move on. When they're done, they're done. Mm. And then men will distract themselves, hang out, do that. Then they realize, oh, I want her back. Mm. You know? Yeah. I think for women, um, my best advice, what I would tell myself is don't jump into something right away. As much as people say get under someone to get over someone, um, the best thing I ever did after my last relationship was spend time healing myself mm. because I was not perfect in that relationship either. And working on what I did wrong and what went wrong was what has put me into a state of a better place. All right. So I'd say, I'd say spend time with your girlfriends. Yeah, and I think that's like that's the hardest stage too, where you're just broken up to someone, and you're missing something, and mm. there's nothing pulling you forward. Like, you know, you're emotionally hurt and there's nothing that you want to invest in yet. So you're in this stage of like, do I get back together with him or do I even want to or do I want to jump into something new? And then that stage of like being alone and contemplating that. So much. Yeah. And when you give into the urge of like having someone with you, you tend to get back to your eyes. True. Yeah, I'd say like psychology says three weeks. They say three weeks no contact, which is really hard to do. But they say it takes three weeks for your subconscious to rewire, mm. and that's the best time to make a decision. Do I do I go back again, or do I move on? Mm. And in three weeks, you can probably see what he's gonna do mm. as well. Yeah. And I'd say in that time, no rush. If there's days you don't get out of bed, don't. If there's days that you cry all day, do. Like, there's no right or wrong way to heal from love. Yeah, and. That's a good time frame mm. to, I think, decide from a place of not immediate relief. Mm. And I think for me, one of the uh, best advice I have gotten, or I learned this myself. I forgot where I came, where I got this from. But for me, it was like knowing when you're missing someone. It does not necessarily mean that you want to be with them. Mm -hmm. So it's natural that when you break up, there's this sense of missing, like long addiction. Yeah, withdrawal. Like, yeah, and that's natural. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean that you want to get back together with that person and honor your feeling of missing something that is no longer there and just let it be just that. Yeah. Missing the person. Missing can be beautiful, you know. Fall back in love with yourself. Fall back in love together. And you're in love with yourself. Mm -hmm. And give it that, I say, the three-week rule. And spend that time with yourself yeah. and really decide what you want. Call your girlfriends. Yeah. Call your yeah. girlfriends. Go dancing. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah, be gentle with yourself. Be gentle. Like, wherever you are in your breakup journey, like, be gentle with yourself. Some people get over this, like, a day. Some people get over it, like, in a year. And though you think that this is, like, the last time... the heartbreak and you're never going to meet someone new you always do yeah you always will you won't yeah. be alone forever mm -hmm. remember that even though in the moment it feels like it and give yourself time to decide that would be that'd be my advice and and just keep working on yourself and if you are single don't just be always looking for the next thing like embrace that moment because like being single in bali and not looking for it has been some of the best moments yeah that i've had and i've gotten to know myself on such a deeper level so it's been a been amazing yeah it's been amazing yeah like 
best thing is work on yourself find what you really love doing having that purpose and drive and the thing is like when you don't have that when you don't have something of your own something that drives you forward in your life and you get together with someone you lose yourself mm-hmm. but when you have this autonomy and excitement and like purpose to go forward and you get together with someone your life amplifies but you don't get lost in it So have something pull you instead of being pushed all the time. Yep. Don't seek. That's when it comes. Yeah. Don't seek attract. <laughs> exactly. Don't seek attract. Love always wins. Amen. Just find somebody that's amazing for you and and don't settle. And if you're in a toxic relationship, I'm gonna drop a link in the bio um, for a hotline for help. Toxic relationships are no joke, and beware of red flags and uh, take care of yourself first. Mm-hmm. For sure, because uh, real love is out there, and and we all deserve that. Yeah, for sure, certainly. I think each of us are entitled to the best life we could possibly live. We all live. deserve love, and we yeah. all have our own. Try, you're never gonna find the perfect partner, but it's gonna be somebody that you can tell, you can accept. Yeah, yeah. So don't settle. Yeah, and appreciate those around you, and appreciate the way the one appreciate the ones yeah. that always been there for you. Appreciate the one that came into your life and left, and most importantly, like appreciate the one that will be coming to your life. Yeah, because they always come at the right time. Everyone plays the part in your journey, and you guys who are listening are also a part of my journey as yeah, well as Britney's. Too. I'm speaking for the both of yes. us. And I do too appreciate Britney actually. It's because uh, you yeah. are also a part of my journey. Yeah. And I love each and every single one of you so much. Yeah, we have so much love for you guys. And uh, we're really excited to be doing this and hoping that it helps somebody listening. That's, that was kind of our only intention with this was to help at least one person. And I think that we've definitely done that. And we yeah. really enjoy doing this stuff for you guys. But... All in all, it's all love, and yeah. yeah, I guess we'll see. We'll see you next Sunday. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it and have some fun. Have a good laugh with us, and that's all yeah. we ever wanted, anyways, because we did have fun. Okay, bye now. Bye.